0: everyone, thank you all for joining me for episode 3, In the Life of a Self-Publishing Mama. In this episode, we will discuss procrastination, research, finding your target audience, and talk more about diversity in the industry. You can currently find me on Google Podcast, Radio Public, Breaker, Pocket Cast, and Spotify. Also follow me on Instagram at Brila J Publishing. Now starting it off, I want to provide some encouragement to you all. There are some people who are thinking about joining in this journey of becoming a self-published author and there are some who are in this journey currently maybe you're at the beginning middle end. it doesn't matter but let me encourage you stay encouraged no matter what obstacle you encounter and there will be many you are where you meant to be telling your story what is your story your story what is it Now, I'm a firm believer by being a creator that we all have a responsibility when sharing our creativity with the world because I'm all about positive vibes, giving encouragement, inspiration, giving suggestions, advice, whatever I can because I understand the struggle. I want to read... A quote by Marie Carey called How to Be Fearless. Nothing in life is to be feared. It is only to be understood. Now is the time to understand more so that we may be fearless. A lot of times procrastination is rooted in fear. And if that's the case for you, what are you fearful of? What's your fear? What's holding you back? What's holding you back from taking this journey of writing and publishing? Maybe you already have written your story, but you haven't published it. Or maybe you have published it, but what's keeping you from being successful? What's keeping you from going to the next level? What's keeping you from writing your next book? What's what is it? Be honest with yourself. Do some soul searching. Write some stuff down. T- attack what's holding you back from your greatness. Don't let it control you. Now, if you are afraid of fear regarding failure, <laughs> join the club. We all are afraid of failure. You can ask the most wealthiest person who have gained their wealth through entrepreneurship. And I'm not even talking about inherit their wealth. I'm talking about people who have grinded for it. Ask them how many business deals fell through, crumbled to the ground before their face. They have more business deals that flopped than business deals that were successful. I guarantee you that. But what makes you a failure is when you give up and you walk away. When you feel defeated. Now, however, let me be honest. Let me be honest. Let me say that some things are not for everybody. And if you discover that, hey, I thought this was for me, but maybe it's not for me, then that's okay. That's okay. Because everything isn't for everybody. There are some people who have a natural talent in writing. And there are some people who got to work a little bit harder at it, but they got the talent. And then there are others who, they just got to be honest. Hey, maybe this not my forte. I thought it was, but hey, you figure that out. You know, be honest. Ask your family, ask your friends, and tell them to be honest, because a lot of times, family and friends try to save face right (laughs) they do so procrastinate no more say today procrastinate no more procrastinate no more so let me talk about (laughs) procrastination right because you know hey I'm, I'm honest Uh, with this podcast. Let me tell you all how this podcast happened. So I was torn, toying around with the idea of launching a podcast. But I was like, who is going to listen to me? Who's going to like it? Will it even grow? Become successful? Popular? This is the other. You know, all the, the things that come along with um, asking yourself, uh, basically, all the things that come along with procrastination is that it's the unknown, the fear of uh, nobody's gonna listen, nobody's gonna like this. I just there's already other people out there talking about whatever you you, you make excuses, so. Of course, as I stated, I'm on the gram and I'm posting, trying to figure out creative ways to post content on my Instagram and grow my audience. And I came across audiograms because I had been seeing some people post with audiograms. I was like, hmm, that's interesting. I'm going to use that. So I started researching apps that you could use to record yourself and attach them to your posts. So yeah, I am intelligent, I'm smart, yes. So yeah, let me tell you all, I, I made a mistake. I used an app to do the recording, thinking that I can download, Um, <laughs> I could download the recording, which I could, and attach it to the post. However, when I hit Published, Yeah, I have sped through and read some stuff. But, honey, it published to Shopify. Not Shopify, I'm sorry. Spotify. It posted to Spotify. And I was like, what? What? And don't get me wrong, it was cute. It was a cute little message, but it was meant for Instagram, not a podcast. So I hurried up and got in contact with the company, and I was like, hey, you all got to delete this. And they responded back, like, hey, the only way we can delete this is if you create a second episode to delete the first one. So I got up the next morning, and I hurried, and I recorded my first official episode of in the life of a self-publishing mama had changed the name and everything it had to come up with a name and so forth so here I am I got pushed into it what started out as a, a, a an idea that I was torn around with because I was like I don't think I'm going to do podcasts well guess what I'm on episode 3 talking to you all Sometimes stuff just fall in your lap because that's how God meant for it to work, okay? Let's talk about research. So, to be honest, you do not have to go out and pay a marketing firm for information because it is expensive. If you got the dough, hey, so do it. More kudos to you. You want to research what people are reading, books that are popular, books that are trending, books um, that are successful, well-quality made books, and I'm talking about in terms of book cover, font style, font uh, text, uh, illustrations, that's if you're in the children's book lane. But regardless, whatever genre that you are drawn to, you need to do some research. And the most popular place to do research, and I have stated this on my Instagram before. Made a video about it. Go check it out. At Briley J Publishing. Is that Amazon is the perfect place. No matter how you feel about Amazon, it is the perfect place to go and do some research. Just about everything you need as far as number one selling books. What's making them number one? The, or the top five, top ten, top twenty books in, in, in your genre. Mine is children's book. Children's books. Sorry. So I want to know what author is killing it in the game. What are they doing? How are they promoting their stuff besides Amazon? I go into their personal pages. Especially if they're self-published. Because I want to see what they're doing. I'm I'm looking at their cover design. I'm looking at illustrations. I'm reading the 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 sample. Um they give uh you can have let people read a sample of your book. I'm reading that. I'm reading reviews. Oh, Lord, let's talk about reviews. People, hey Let me tell you, and I'm going to do that in another episode, talk about how to handle reviews. I'll talk about that on Instagram, too, but I'll talk about that more in another episode. You can get a whole lot of information from reading people, um, from reading their reviews, because some some people lay it all out there. And so you take notes about what people loved about their book and what they didn't like because what they didn't like you want to avoid. You can look at how to price your book. Top 10 books that are selling are best sellers. How did they price their book? I mean, you can get all of that. On Amazon, so Amazon isn't just for shopping. You can get some research on Amazon. Know what you're looking for. Target audience niche is a a certain segment or um, of the market. Is it saturated? Is the and it. And if, it's, if it is saturated, how can you stand out? And if it's not saturated, how can you wiggle in and stand out? You know? These are questions that you need to ask yourself. Drill down your target audience. Who are you even writing for? Who are you writing for? Who are your customers, your readers. Now with kid, now let me say this. With children's books you, you, you have to appeal to two different audiences. You have to appeal to the child and the parent. Both. Because it's the parent Going to buy the book and read it to the child if they don't know how to read, so you have to appeal to them too. So it comes with okay, um, for example, my target audience three to eight age range. Well, how old are their parents? Most people, the biggest population who have kids that are between the ages of three to eight are millennials. The biggest, I'm not saying that people that are in their mid 40s don't have some youngsters, but I'm saying the biggest population are those millennials who have kids, I'm a millennial, who have kids in their age range. What do they like? What do they like? What persuade them to buy a book for their child? But if you're in a different genre, then you gotta figure out how you have to appeal to your audience do your research but I'm just saying Amazon is a great place to start okay talking about diversity in the industry now I do not want to discourage anyone who wants to find a literary agent do so, go for it, go for it, don't, I encourage you, but let's talk about diversity in children's books, my genre, this is 2018, And I got this from Kids Books Still Have a Lack of Diversity Problem. Powerful Image Shows. And this is from, that's the name of the article. HuffPost. H-U-F-F-P-O-S-T. HuffPost you can find that books kids books still have a lack of diversity problem powerful image shows 1% of children t- children's books sorry the percentage of books depicting characters from diverse backgrounds 1% American Indians First Nations 5% Latinos seven percent Asian Pacific Islander Asian Pacific American ten percent African African American twenty seven percent animals slash others and fifty percent white. Now you chew that up Numbers don't lie When they're done correctly When they're done correctly Numbers don't lie So while i saying this For those of you Who Are people of color Think about Publishing your works, please do so. Do so. There is an underrepresented—you, you all just heard me—diverse background in the world of publishing, and we—we we just talking about characters. In the other episode we we talked about people in the industry. I'm appealing to everyone who's on this self-publishing journey. Whether you want to do traditional, that's fine. Or self-publishing. And when we are underrepresented, we don't get showcased for our talent. Diverse backgrounds in books. It's important for children to see themselves in books. It is important. To see themselves in books, to mimic, to know that they can be an astronaut, they can be a doctor, a teacher, a, a fireman, a scientist, they can be an engineer, they can dream, be a dancer, singer, actor, they can be an artist they can whatever that they choose to be, they need to see themselves in books that's one of the first ways how in my industry kids start to learn parents reading to them So, no, I'm not giving this information to bash anybody, to discourage anyone. I just want people to think. And I pose a real question to literary agents. If the majority of people in your career that you have represented only look like one race... Then you have to ask yourself some questions. You have to ask yourself some questions. These stats have to change, which is one of the reasons why people do decide to go the self publishing route. Diversity in children's books, 2018. Our children are our future. We got to do better. So I leave you all with that note. Until we all meet again, it's been a pleasure. Remember to follow me on Instagram at Publishing, And we will talk soon. Tune in for another episode of In the Life of a Self-Publishing Mama.